I never turned for anybody else singing. Hey guys, welcome back to season five of Dark and Lovely Pod. Your favorite podcast with your favorite host, Ohima T. And Dej. And this is a podcast that amplifies the voices of dark-skinned women. Streaming every Friday at 7 a.m. So lock in, guys. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like me as their parent, I'm going to try and make it as easy as possible because life is already hard. Yeah, like that's one, like, like not obviously like you shouldn't like spoil your kids to the point where like they're not like well-rounded people. Mm-hmm. But like literally like your home is like the safest should be the safest space for them mm-hmm. because especially as a black kid like everywhere else in this world is not a safe space yeah you know what i mean there's like there's if your kid is black they already are working hard yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> period no so. hey guys hey um it's been a while it's been a long while yes and like um every time things would happen i'd be like yo i wish we were fucking doing the podcast so we could talk about it but like here we are now yeah to talk about everything (laughs) that's happened in the past how long has it been like Like a month like a month yeah yeah a well-needed break yes very much so living her best life i've been trying i want to tell the people (laughs) how it was what you've been up to um, a lot of things have happened actually in the past month. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Miami with my friends, and I had a blast. <laughs> and then I went to Tulum mm-hmm. with my partner <laughs> for a week. And Love that was, for you. It was fun. It was a good time. Different vibes, eh? Di- very different vibes. I feel like Tulum would be fun with my friends. As well. So, what's the difference between a vacation and like a friend trip? Um, <laughs> well, with vacation, I feel like it's more like chill, mm-hmm. relaxing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like compared to my Miami trip, I feel like I came back from Tulum very relaxed. Okay. And very like, huh, like zen, like mm-hmm. you know. Um, even though we still partied a lot, but it was more of a relaxing trip. And then I feel like Miami was just every single day, morning, noon, night, party, 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 party. <laughs> like, it, was, it was just nonstop. Like I came back exhausted yeah. from partying. What was the, like, how long were you back before you went to Tulum? Uh, like two and a half weeks. What? No. Yeah. Are I you came sure? back May 4th. And then I went to Tulum May 22nd. Have I seen you since you came back from Miami? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. Say word. No, because when I seen the um, the passport pick for Tulum, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I actually have to page I you I actually still. told you, though. No, I remember now, but I have to page <laughs> you because I'm like, wait, where are you going? Like, <laughs> but yeah, I remember you told me now. But yeah, because the reason why I'm asking is because um, I think I said this on here before, but I actually talked to that same co-worker again the other day yeah and she was oh yes me, about the jamaica, trip to jamaica yeah, yeah. she's telling me again like like no you need to go to jamaica with your friends first before you go with anybody also mm-hmm. i feel like when you go on vacation with your friends with mm-hmm. your girlfriends mm-hmm. like i just feel like not that you're gonna have more fun but there's gonna be a lot more opportunities to have fun because people will pay for you that's true if you're with your man no one's paying for you even if they're like oh like 
you know, come, come through. And I'm like, no, sorry, with my boyfriend. Like, oh no, I can't do that. You know? Yeah. But I seen this tweet, and it was like, vacations are like not that fun because like you get into an art, you get into arguments. I mean, I think we got into like one argument, but like we're on vacation and we're drunk, like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's not that serious. It's not that serious at all. I don't know. I think that we all want like what we don't have because like I'm looking at vacations like yo that looks lit stuff. But then people that have been on vacations are like no like go with your friends. So I don't know. We shall see. I'll let you guys know what happens for my birthday if a man flies me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. What what do I, what have you been up to in the past month? Um. Work, school, work, school, work, school, and a like a tiny bit of like enjoyment, but like honestly, mostly work and school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, fighting for my life. Stop. No, literally, like it's just a lot. Like because like I'm doing like shift work, mm-hmm. so it's like honestly, the days of the week mean nothing to me. Yeah. Like they're always calling my phone to come to work. Like literally, I worked. I worked two overnights in a row, mm-hmm. and then I so I finished work at seven thirty a.m. Yeah. And then I went back to work at three thirty p.m. Oh my god! And then tonight, so I finished at eleven thirty last night, and then tonight I'm going back at eleven thirty. Damn! And they tried to call me to go the next night at eleven thirty, but after that I have five straight overnights. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Damn. And like. I have class two times a week. Yeah. And I have assignments. And it's summer, so I have to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make that a priority. Yeah, so it's just like a lot, you know? And I feel like in the last couple of weeks, I'm just like, I don't know. I've just had different conversations with different people about like investing, saving, and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, like, I have what works for me in terms of saving. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you know, like when you're talking to somebody else and they say, like, what works for them and then. Like, maybe they're saving a bit more than you. And then you feel like, oh, shit, like, I should be saving more kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's whatever works for you. It is whatever works for me. But at the same time, the way everything's expensive and, like, the way how, like, after 25 shit got serious. Like, (laughs) I want to, like, set myself up. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. But, yeah. That's true. And, like, honestly, like, everything is so expensive. Like, I was just telling Deja how I went to the hair store because I want to do faux locks. And I fucking spent $94 on braiding hair. Mm-mm. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, man. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, I don't know what Doug Ford's doing to us. You oh, think it's Doug sure Ford? You, you think it's everywhere? I think it's everywhere. Yeah. But I think my friend was telling me how like Doug Ford is like privatizing um, blood work. Oh, I saw a post about that. Like someone who had like cancer or something used to be on OHIP, but now it's not. Yeah, you have to pay out of pocket for blood work. That's wild. Now that's just gonna like I feel like that's gonna make everything increase, like all of those diseases and stuff Mm -hmm. that you can find through blood work because no one's gonna want to go and get tested if they have to pay. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> I know bad. I would I know I wouldn't want well I will, but like I know I wouldn't want to and if they don't have benefits and stuff and they're going to pay eighty six dollars, like 
For what? Wait, speaking of that, do you think that when you're in a relationship, you should be getting like tested regularly for uh, sexually transmitted infections? Like, what do you mean by regularly? Like, if I go to my doctor and I'm doing like a pap smear or something, like, I then think I some will people get do like every three months. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like every six months. Or do you think it should just be after every new partner? I think after every new partner. I feel like after every new partner, but if you have any like thoughts that your partner is doing something, just get tested. Mm-hmm. You know? But if you like trust them, then. Trust? What is trust? Trust who? <laughs> As Drake said, like, what? No. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, because I have a. Uh, I know of a story um, <laughs> where, like, uh uh-uh, uh, this person's gonna beat me up. But anyway, what? I know of a story <laughs> that of somebody going to another area to meet their partner and, yeah. like, obviously they have relations. Uh-huh. And then, like, when they came back, I'm like, because when they were going, they got tested, right? Just to know that, like, okay, like, I know oh, that okay. I'm when I'm going, like, I'm straight. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. And then yeah. when they came, I'm like, did you get tested, like, when you came back? And they're like, no. I'm like, no. Like, you yeah. have to get tested. You don't know what your partner was doing whilst yeah. you were here, like, before you met them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. That just came to mind. Yeah. I'm with you. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like we should all and like you know what I feel like a lot of us get tested for like uh, like generic STIs but like we mm. should be doing like the HIV and AIDS yeah like the actual like have you ever been tested work? for that yeah yeah me too I feel like anytime I get tested it's always like blood work really cause yeah. I don't like those like uh, youth clinics and whatever Where you just pee in a cup yeah yeah that's only like for some of those yeah. STIs not for all you need to do the blood work too guys Anyway, <laughs> anyways, low-key, Deja, yeah. I feel like you're in your soft girl era, you know? Really? Yeah. Why? Because- what, you, Okay, but what does soft girl era mean to you? I feel like I am, but I feel like we have two different definitions of what it, that means. Okay, so the reason why I would say you're in your soft girl, okay, I would say from the outside looking in, like let's say I didn't really know you, yeah. but like I just had you on social media. The reason why I would say that is because I feel like you're traveling. I feel like you're buying like nicer things for yourself and just like. But I'm also working for the first time. Like I have, this is my first real job. But that's why I said <laughs> if I didn't know you. Oh, okay. Yeah. If I, and I just had you on social media, that's why I would think you're in your self girl era. But mm-hmm. if I'm using the knowledge that I know mm-hmm. about you, I would say that you're in your self girl era because like. I honestly feel like in the last like year or maybe yeah like maybe like year year and a half I feel like your people pleasing thing is like not that bad like it's getting really wait so you thought I was a people pleaser before yeah you knew that too what no but you never told me that yeah that's why like that's why like ever since we started being friends like yeah like I don't know like I have a couple of friends that like I would rather make sure they're good then like let's say i want to do something yeah let's say i want to do a and they want to do b yeah i'll just do b because i know in their other relationships they would put other people's needs oh, before them. okay so like yeah i can think of one other friend you and that one other friend like i feel like i know who you're talking about really i think so but yeah I but like i just put their like i would 
yeah like i tried to prioritize you guys because i know you guys always prioritize other people so i just feel like in at least one of your relationship not that like people are doing it to you on purpose but just yeah they just you're a people really, pleaser, yeah you know what i mean and i feel like because i'm like that too like i can recognize that in the people yeah. but i would say in the past like year and a half i feel like you're just like whatever i'm gonna do what i want to do kind of thing yeah so that has um motivated me to be like whatever i'm just gonna do what i want to do kind of thing mm -hmm. so that's why i would say you're also in your soft girl era and yeah i just think you're like you said you're you're working for the first time in your field and all those kinds of things mm -hmm. so yeah and i Thanks. think you you've like Thanks. even like the podcast <laughs> that podcast that you listen to what oh that, dr uh thema yeah i feel yeah. like listening to those types of things i remember i told you you're the type of person to randomly like do like these things that are like good for like your healing and stuff like that so yeah yeah that's what i would say oh thanks no problem i appreciate sense. it <laughs> anyway um yeah we can get the tea are you feeling uncomfortable no because you're feeling uncomfortable <laughs> okay so this <coughs> sorry <clears throat> This tweet is by worst underscore Gambino on Twitter, mm -hmm. and it reads, I want a gentle and soft love. I've had a tough love all my life. I want affection. I want attentiveness. I want reassurance and, and openness. I won't settle for less, period. 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 Okay, wait, what's your... So, as we all know, this whole soft life, soft girl era, all this type of shit is... That's all everyone's talking about on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all those kinds of things, mm -hmm. right? So, like, what is, what do you feel like is the soft girl thing? I feel like it has less to do with material things mm -hmm. and more to do with, like, how you're treating yourself. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like if you're treating yourself well, that'll kind of generalize to you treating other people well as well. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. So, I, with soft girl... What is it called again? Soft love? What is it called? Soft life? Soft life, yeah. So with <laughs> with soft life, I just feel like, you know, when you think of soft, you think of easy. You think of not a lot of work putting in. Mm -hmm. Well, it's still a lot of work, but like, it's not difficult. Mm -hmm. You're not making it difficult for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then making that seem like, okay, because it was difficult, that means like, it's rewarding. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, why can't it be like easy and rewarding? Yeah. You know? And you know what? I feel like the older generation has this a lot. Like, you have to work hard. Like, yes, obviously, we have to work hard. But, yeah. like, also, like... It doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. You know? Like, I was talking to somebody, and they were saying, like, they would never pay for their kids' education. I've actually talked to, like, like two or three older people where they're, like, mm -hmm. they wouldn't pay for their kids' education. Why? And I'm like, why? If you have the means to do yeah. it why not yeah like do you like why would you want your kid to have osap if you yeah. haven't like obviously like if you can't afford then of course like yeah whatever but if you can't afford it like why, why would not? you want your kid to like i don't get it and yeah. like oh they need to learn how to work da, 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 da. i'm like but like what like, either no. way life unless <laughs> you're like a billionaire like yeah you're gonna have to work like yeah. in some capacity like life is hard like it is hard you know but yeah um, yeah, but what do you think? Soft life? I think what is it? soft life, yeah. I think like <laughs> I think like it's all the things that you said, but I think that um the way how social media is doing it mm -hmm. is like it's more about like materialistic things. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And you know what? You see how you said um, things don't have to be hard? Yeah. Like, what I was thinking about earlier today is like, like, girls will like take pictures. Yeah. And like, okay, it took you like an hour and a half at least to do your makeup. Yeah. You had to go get your hair done. Mm-hmm. You like, Took your, I know you took your time putting that outfit together, asking your friends, like, which, da, 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 like, I'm guilty of this too. Mm-hmm. All these things. And then, like, you're making a caption saying, oh, like, it's just easy to me. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it took several and hours. You, and you edited funny. your pictures too. Like, yeah. like you, you're doing Facetune and everything, and you're saying it's just easy. Like, like it's not, no, it's easy, not sis. easy. And then, like, you purposely paste, placed your bag in the pic, in the camera. Like, you, like no, it's not yeah, easy. It's not. And then, like, even though we all, even though I'm looking at your picture, knowing that you took probably 200 pictures to get yeah, to get that you, perfect shot. Yeah. yeah. But then I'm reading it thinking, oh, it's easy. Yeah. And then now I'm taking my pictures and they look like shit. I'm like, why is it so hard? You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I was thinking about that. No, that's so true. So, yeah, I just think this whole social media thing, like, it's all cap. Like, it, it is. It literally is. But if we all know we're lying, why are we lying? I don't know. That's why, like, me, like, there's certain pictures that I have, like, that, like, I know, like, I like I have pictures on my Instagram where like my frontal is lifting and like I li- easily could have edited it but mm-hmm. I actively was like don't edit it because yeah. I know that whoever whichever girl is zooming in and sending a screenshot to her friend your frontal was lifting on your last picture too yeah, and you edited but, it yeah or like there's pictures where like my eyebrow like highlight is like still mm-hmm. there and I could have yeah. edited it but I'm like you know what your hi- eyebrow highlight was there too yeah or like my rolls are there I'm like let me just leave it because mm-hmm. so many girls have rolls like yeah who cares it's fine you yeah. know that's true yeah it is true man so yeah i feel like another point um to what the fuck is it called soft life i feel like it's called soft girl era people okay it started with soft life and then people are like i'm in my soft girl era it's just okay the same thing okay (laughs) so i feel like something that contributes a lot to um soft life Mm-hmm. is maintaining your mental health or your mental wellness mm-hmm. um because as i said before you know if soft life means that everything is easier like you're working towards something but like doing it in an easy way mm-hmm. then like your mental health has to be like you know 100 percent because that makes everything else easier yeah you know if your mental health is in shambles anything you do is gonna be hard okay i have a question for you though like how do you like like honestly and truly like how do you feel about like therapy like i think therapy's amazing like your experience we felt like was amazing i feel like my my experience mm-hmm. it was amazing like i loved it i looked forward to going to therapy every single week so i had like okay so i did therapy i think in 2021 mm-hmm. like the beginning of the year and that experience was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when I started to... Okay, this is the thing. Like, because of the field that I work in, like, it's like... I'm not, like, a professional or anything, but because I've, like, been around so much types of traumas and, like, so mm-hmm. many, like, men- so much mental health, mm-hmm. like, I kind of, like, know 
not that I'm diagnosing myself, but I kind of know, like, okay, you have a major source of trauma. Like, this is why you do what you do. Yeah. Like, I know that on my own, mm-hmm. right? But then because I am who, like, because I'm me, like, it's hard for me to break those habits. Yeah. And it's easier for me to say, like, oh, I know why I do this, so whatever. Like. Yeah, it, at least I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, like, when I um, did therapy the first time, I feel like once, so it's, I think it took a lot longer for me to kind of, like, like breakthrough hmm. do you know what I mean so I feel like when I finally did breakthrough like I stopped going because I, I got kind of like oh you're like okay well you know. not even that like I think she kind of like there was one particular thing that like I didn't realize was a source of trauma for me yeah and she kept like poking at it and then like the one time where like we actually talked about it, I was like I told myself that like I, I couldn't fit it in my schedule anymore but it was I think like looking back it was because like like I didn't she- want to talk about that oh okay right so then I went back um for I went back for one session like maybe like two months ago. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like the same person? Yeah. Okay. And then I'm like, I don't think I like this. What why don't you like it? Like I think I started to like I you know how like our parents say like, oh, why are you wasting your money talking to somebody? Like like it, I mean like yeah. all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh like like I started to feel that. I don't know if it was like me internalizing things, but I started to feel that for for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So like I don't know how I feel about it now. Like maybe I'll try again. Maybe with somebody different. Yeah. And then like I told my cousins I was like oh like I like I went back to the lady because even the lady was like I don't think you need like consistent sessions like maybe you should just book as you need right. Yeah. And I told my cousins that and they're like no T like based on things we've talked about I think you should like find someone else and I was getting cheese I was like what are you guys trying to say like <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, like, I think, but, like, telling somebody they should go to therapy is not the diss. You know what I mean? It's not. But, like, yeah. I feel like our parents would take it as, like, older generations yeah. would take it as a diss. So, sure. I took it as a diss. I just think I was, like, internalizing stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because as much as, like, you know how you were saying before, like, um, because of the field that you're in, you kind of mm-hmm. know, like, okay, why you do certain things and, like, mm-hmm. you know that's like what you know of yourself but like someone will give you like a whole new perspective you know mm-hmm. what i mean and you'll be like oh like i never thought of that before yeah i never thought of myself doing this because of this mm-hmm. you know then it's like oh like wow that's different you know i feel like i don't know like life is just interesting as an adult because like i feel like when you're a kid or when you're a bit like when you're less mature like when you like how do I explain it like okay you see how when you're in elementary school or even like school in general yeah. like you have a project you're assigned a project and then yeah. you do the project and then you get your mark back and you're done the project yeah. right I feel like when you're an adult like and then you feel like oh like I got my mark back like I'm done this semester like I'm, I'm yeah. done mm-hmm. like but I feel like in adult life there's nothing like that like no you're There's, always continuing you're always continuing working, on yeah. like even like let's say like um you're looking for like i feel like what gets you going in adult life it what keeps you going is like looking forward to things like for example like you're probably like oh let me finish this this uh report because i have mm-hmm. to go catch my flight like yeah and you're looking forward to that but then it's like after you 
go on your flight and go to the vacation and when you come back you have to go to work yeah. and then you have to start <laughs> planning the next thing to look forward to yeah. to get you through that do you know what i mean it's true. and i feel yeah. like that's why covid was so tough because there was nothing to like look forward to to yeah. get you going or get you through things right yeah. but it's just like yeah like in adult life there's like no like i'm done and like it's like that's how i feel but like working on yourself like there's yeah. no like i'm done working on myself like there isn't you, you can always be better exactly but then like sometimes i'm like am i ever going to like do you think you can ever truly heal from a trauma i think so i think you can i'm starting to think that you can i feel like you'll always think about it Mm -hmm. but like your emotional attachment to it will be different yeah you know what i mean yeah i think your emotional attachment to it will be different I think, like, for example, like, um, you know, that guy, whole yeah. situation, like, literally, I ever, like, I think about that, situ- not that situation, but I would say I think of him, but not, like, I don't know, like, he crosses my mind every day, if that makes sense. Oh. Yeah. Why? I don't know. But it's, but like, (laughs) but it's like, it's not like any like deep, deep thoughts like, oh, I hate this guy. But like, maybe not every day, but like often, like, do I, like, I think when I was like in the past, like it would be like more deeper thoughts of, oh, like, fuck this guy. Oh, this happened. That happened. That happened. Now it's not, I don't really think too much about what happened. Yeah. I just think like, oh, that guy. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if I'm disclosing like some deep, deep unhealed trauma, but like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a therapist. So I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll be like that guy, or like sometimes I'll be like, hmm, like I wonder if he's still a bad person, like stuff like that. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. But like, or like even just other stuff from childhood. Maybe not every day, but like certain things will of course triggers there are Mm -hmm. triggers you know what I mean yeah so I don't know like I think like like you said I think uh the emotional attachment will be different but I don't know like is it ever gonna not like am I ever not gonna be triggered when I see see a certain thing if you know what I mean yeah maybe it's not necessarily like will you be triggered but how like will you have tools to be able to handle Bro, it's not everyday tools. Like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm tired of the tools. I don't know, man. Anyway. I guess I need to deal with that before I I say like soft life. Maybe, though, like, the therapist that you had was just not for you. You know? Maybe you just need to talk to somebody else. Yeah, that's what my cousins were saying. But I don't necessarily think it will... Like, yeah, I could definitely try someone else. Like, was she, like, closer to close to your age like she's probably like mid to late she's probably like late 30s okay like she was relatable and she was she was ganyan too oh okay yeah and like she was like a like a christian therapist Mm -hmm. so like uh like we've prayed together before and like um she's given me like bible scriptures and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so yeah man it wasn't bad i don't think it was her but i think like the first time that i did it with her i was like okay like i'm mm-hmm. working on myself da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. but then like i don't know after i took that long break and i went back i was like 
just thinking of all the things like my mom says and stuff. I don't know what's wrong with me. So, um, <laughs> the soft girl era or the soft life mm. in relation to dating. Mm -hmm. um, I think... I'm gonna bring this back to the same point I was saying before, mm -hmm. but like if everything is easy, you're working towards your goals with ease. Mm -hmm. Um, why would you place yourself in you know a relationship or a dating situation where it's not easy and it's yeah. hard and it's difficult? You know, mm -hmm. I feel like that's like not a part of like soft life at all. That's hard life. <laughs> that's what is it uh fucking what do people say about black love struggle love struggle love yeah, yeah exactly yeah um what was i gonna say so i was having a conversation with a young man the other day right yeah. and he was saying like um we were just talking about the differences between like nigerian guys and Yanyan guys right mm -hmm. and i was saying like nigerian guys like they will spend money on you like even if like you know, i heard that too yeah, but I heard that's like a thing. Yeah, cause Is that's really? yeah, cause that's how like they're raised, right? Mm. So I was like, they will spend money on you, like, like if you're a girl, they're talking to. Mm. Whereas I feel like Ganyan guys like are kind of not kind. Oh, let me, I need to stop backing them. <laughs> but I feel like in a nice way, I yeah. feel like they won't spend money on you until like you guys are actually like together, together, like in a relationship. Yeah, but like. Mm in the relationship for a, a oh, little bit okay. still. Like, you guys are serious. Yes. Okay. Okay? So, we were talking about that. Yeah. And, um, he was saying that, like, the reason why Ganyan, the reason why Ganyan guys are like that, especially when they're talking to Ganyan girls, is because, like, I feel like Ganyan girls and Nigerian girls are, are similar, mm -hmm. and that they expect, like, they're nigga to like take care of them yeah. like financially yeah but i feel like the men are different if that makes sense okay so that's why there's i feel like there's a disconnect between us and the guys like ghana girls and ghana guys yeah but then i feel like that's why ghanian girls like nigerian guys does that make sense oh okay right yeah because they're thinking the same way exactly but then okay. the guys anyway so we we're having that conversation right and he was saying like Ganyan girls like like nice things and like mm -hmm. like to buy nice things and like to take care of themselves and things like that so it's hard for you especially like the he's like honestly like especially if your your parents give you a quote-unquote soft life from young mm -hmm. it's hard for like you as a nigga to step in and try and like take over yeah he's yeah. like literally you either like he's like you have to sell drugs or do fraud <laughs> Okay, what? No, he no, literally... He's, that's so dramatic. No, he's... No, and Just I... Just have a good job. Like, hello. I know, what but What do you like, mean sell drugs? Like, what? Because, okay. It's not that serious. <laughs> no, he said... Because he's like... <laughs> like, what? Especially if you're a nigga that, like, your parents are not helping you. And, like, you're on your own type shit. Like, okay, I see that. Like... Yeah, as, gonna, they're, like, our age. Yeah. Okay, yes. It's, he's, like, it's, he's, like, literally to keep up with these girls... Like you, you have to sell. You have to sell drugs or do fraud. And I'm like, honestly, I hear you still because, like, you know when like girls post those pictures and like they have like two Gucci bags, like Dior, yeah. Slut, like yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. like thirty racks right there. Like, how did yeah, you? Yeah, that's a whole down payment. Yeah, us. like what? It's not that serious, right? So like, yeah, and then like, I was having a conversation with somebody and they're like, 
like what do you want from this situation because I can't give you anything, right? And I'm like, what do you mean? And you're like, girl. You mean I can't give you anything? And I'm like, I'm like. You say he actually said that. He's like, can't give you anything. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, girls like you. He's like, girls like you don't need anything. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you have a good job. You're in school. You're on your shit. Like, like you. I know you buy yourself nice things. And I'm like, yeah, I like for people to buy me nice things too. But he, his thing was like basically like because you're doing like this soft life thing yeah. and taking care of yourself like there's nothing i can provide for you and he was nigerian no don't oh. nigerian niggas saying that to you you know where he's from oh <laughs> but yeah so that's what i'm saying what like the hell yeah so like this soft girl thing like do you think like it like i think like in a way like i think what does he mean like i can't give that's so weird i feel like he's trying to say like i can't buy you anything that you can't buy yourself but like you i feel like he's trying to say like okay because he's trying to say like um for example like if your parents are buying you nice things from young like yeah they buy you like jewelry and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like literally like all my nice things like my parents have got it for me for like a birthday like a graduation Mm -hmm. whereas like other people like their man is buying like my mom like all uh, those roses and all that stuff my mom buys me that stuff Mm -hmm. so like if a man's buying me roses like thanks but like yeah my mom will buy it for me you know what i mean so i think he's saying like that and because like Oh, okay. I think he's saying like there's nothing that I can do that you cannot do for yourself or that you haven't already done for yourself. So he wants a girl that can't do anything for her? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously. But I feel like that's like a method of like control. Like he's trying to control the yeah. situation. You know what I mean? I think as why would you want the opposite? Cause and see this is the thing. I feel like niggas need to stay in their their tax bracket because I feel like okay this <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this whole soft girl thing, right? Yeah. Like if we're thinking of it like aesthetically, like this whole Instagram yeah. thing. Because I don't think niggas actually care if you healed from your trauma. Yeah. But if we're if we're talking about this whole Instagram aesthetic, like like oh I'm taking nice pictures, I have mm-hmm. a designer bag, my hair's done, I look nice, mm-hmm. I look attractive. Obviously they're gonna like that mm-hmm. through Instagram, they're gonna slide in your DMs, right? But then like I feel like they might feel inadequate, like intimidated by that in actuality. Oh, Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like, cause literally like if I, there's nothing in my life that I've ever asked somebody that I'm talking to that I don't buy for myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if I, if I ask you for something or you say you're going to buy me something and you don't buy it, I will actually just buy it for myself. Yeah. Now you feel dumb. I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like sometimes they're intimidated by that type of stuff Mm. so i feel like this whole soft girl soft girl life soft girl era like i don't know it's not it doesn't attract broke niggas is what i say Mm. it no it attracts broke niggas but then they don't actually like that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah yeah Yeah. i think that's true yeah man it's crazy Mm -hmm. you can't even take care of yourself these days like i don't know you're right like what did he mean by that because is he trying to say he wants a girl that like can't do anything it's like bummy like yeah so that he can control her you think so that's how that's what i that's the energy i'm getting hmm. because why would that not like why would you not be attracted to that but see you know? that that's the difference between men and women because if if you've seen a nigga that had like nice things and designer stuff 
if we're yeah. thinking just surface level right yeah. had nice things had a nice car designer stuff whatever mm-hmm. i feel like that would be attractive to women that would be yeah. like oh like he has nice things mm-hmm. but then like for them it's like oh she's too good for me yeah kind of yeah yeah, yeah. well then get on my level like come on you know that's what he said you have to sell drugs or do fraud so it's like what why though but you know what? I, I feel like he. I feel like he's onto something because there has to be a reason why it's mostly the African niggas that are doing the fraud, and it's mostly the African women that it culturally expect those types of things. Do you yeah, know what I'm trying maybe. to say? Yeah. Because obviously every girl wants their nigga to pay for their stuff, but yeah. I feel like with us it's like ingrained and in, and even more so Nigerian people, but like also Ghanaian people too. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like ingrained like in us like yeah your man has to be higher than you or else the relationship will not work out yeah actually i was talking to to this guy Mm. um i don't know if he's from ghana or from nigeria i'm not sure but he's from one of them Mm. one of those places um and he was like yeah um, I can't be out here going on trips. I need to think about my future wife. I need to buy her a house and a car. And I was like, what? It's giving Nigerian. No Kenyan niggas are going to say that shit. It's, it's definitely giving Nigerian. <laughs> I was like, huh? Yeah. I was like, I need to be thinking about buying my wife a house. I was like, what? Yo, do you still have his contact? <laughs> you know him, actually. Okay, anyways, speaking of like family and stuff like that, mm-hmm. do you think you would raise your kids to. In, in a, like, you know? What? To, would you raise your kids to have this, like, soft life, like... Yeah. Even your sons? Absolutely. Like, how so? I feel like I want them to know the importance of... Like... How do I explain this? Like, I don't want to say work hard, because I don't like using the hard. Mm. But, like still work for what you want okay but it doesn't necessarily have to be hard you know mm-hmm. like you can be working towards something and it be easy and that's okay like you you will still get what and you, you still deserve it yeah you still deserve it exactly yeah yeah i feel like that's i feel you. i feel like um i don't know because i i definitely will because mm-hmm. like why wouldn't i by god's grace i'll be able to do that mm-hmm. but like as somebody who um I feel like parents have done that for me in the best way that they can. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes, like, I think I've said, I've said this a lot, like, people, like, make you feel bad about it, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, people will say certain things or, like, act a certain way about it to where, like, you don't want to share, like, oh, my dad does this for me and my mom does that for me, or this, like, oh, yeah, like, I just you know somebody just yeah. bought this for me or like whatever like yeah you don't want to really share it like you want to like just kind of act like yeah i worked like you know yeah i worked hard for this but mm-hmm. it's like i worked but it wasn't hard like you know yeah. what i mean yeah but i hope that i honestly have a that lot of faith change, i feel i feel like it will i have a lot of faith in the kids that we will raise yeah and how we will raise our kids and how our kids will raise their kids and even like the young like gen z like the younger mm-hmm. gen z like mm-hmm. how they will raise their kids like i have a lot of faith yeah in them because i feel like in them and in us because i feel like um we all are starting to realize that a lot of the things that our parents did mm-hmm. was were not it yeah 
so yeah yeah um yeah i agree i don't know i mean at the same time i feel like life is hard sure is so i feel like in any way they're going to be learning that like you know some things are going to be hard and they're Mm going to have to go through hard times to get to a certain place you know but like me as their parent i'm gonna try and make it as easy as possible because life is already hard yeah like that's one like like not obviously like you shouldn't like spoil your kids to the point where like they're not like well-rounded people mm-hmm. but like literally like your home is like the safest space should be the safest space for them mm-hmm. because especially as a black kid like everywhere else in this world is not a safe space yeah you know what i mean there's like there's if your kid is black they already are working hard yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> no so, like you don't need to make like them why do you, to make, you want them to like fucking die bro yeah like, like chill like you know but yeah i think it's just this mentality that black people have that like yeah we have to work so hard which we do yeah. unfortunately but like also in the ways that we can make it easier for each other and ourselves like yeah we should yeah. But I think we think that that's like weakness. I think we think easy is weak. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I feel like that's true. I feel like that's how I thought about it too. Yeah. Like even like when I was in undergrad, I'm just thinking about the way I would study in undergrad. Like, would like I would do yeah. the absolute most. Deja, you know what I was thinking about the other day? <laughs> I remember like, yo, I used to copy your notes. Like, your notes are A1. Like, I remember. What? Really? Yeah. I don't even remember writing notes. But. No, fam. You used to be studying together, and I would have your notebook the whole time, and I, would, and, and I think one day you're like, "Yeah, this girl's doing too much." <laughs> you didn't give it back to me again. I was like, "Fair enough, still," because I've been copying your notes. I copied it. Like you, low key taught me how to write notes too. Like I think you do. Like like you'll write like the note, and then you'll do like an arrow, and then like write what it means to you or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how I still do my notes to this day, bro. You notes know, are a one. Yo, this girl. This girl no, but I feel like in undergrad, like. Or maybe I'm just comparing it, like, to my master's. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I got, like, relatively the same, the same marks. Mm-hmm. But, like, everything was a lot easier than my master's. Because you, you care. Know? It's more specialized and you care about what you're doing. Literally, yeah. like, literally, guys, like, if you want to do your master's or PhD, you can do it too. Because literally, like, I, when I tell you, I've so I've been in school from, what, September? And I'm mm-hmm. taking a class right now. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that yesterday was the first time i did a reading in like (laughs) (laughs) since like stop since like january like oh my god i'm not even joking oh my god and i got and i got like i think i got one b plus and like the rest of my marks were a's and a pluses like to be fair that class i got a b plus and i never after like the third week i was like i'm not doing these readings like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but like yeah yeah. But like in in undergrad, like that that can't fly. If you don't do your readings, you're Bro. not you're gonna get a bad mark. Yeah. Especially at U of T, like you're gonna get a bad mark. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think like because we have the skills to like pick up on conversations now, we're critical mm-hmm. thinkers, we care about what we're doing. Yeah. Our writing style is like our own, we have mm-hmm. our own voice, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like you're s- I think when you're doing grad school, like the baseline I think is a B. Yeah. Like of like what you're gonna get and then mm-hmm. like because you have the knowledge and then like it's harder you try then it's like a a plus a minus mm-hmm. whatever right that's true yeah so yeah yeah but then you're right like sometimes i'm like 
like literally like i had this one class where like every single assignment i did i got an a plus and I, there's one point where i'm like do i deserve this like oh, okay chill don't do that because i like it was easy not that it was easy to me like it was easy to me because mm. i actually cared about the topics we were talking about mm, it was like a yeah. critical um approaches to race and race three obviously mm. i love that stuff mm -hmm. and the majority of my like i think there was like there was no white people in that i think there was one white person in that class and everybody else was black or mm. like and i think there was like two brown people but like mm -hmm. everybody was black mm -hmm. so like that class was lit yeah so i cared about it you know what i mean but yeah, and it was like a safe space too it really yeah. fucking was so yeah man yeah i don't know <laughs> um yeah what was our main point that we soft life so soft life, yeah. going back to that <laughs> so um this summer yeah how do you intend to wait do you agree that you're in your soft girl era or no like if it's like if the soft girl era is like a range mm. i'm like at the beginning of it okay yeah i feel like there's still a long ways to go i feel like when it comes to okay you know what i feel like for me a soft girl era would include a healthy savings account mm. yeah like once i hit certain goals mm -hmm. or you know what i mean like then i'll be like okay i'm in my era mm -hmm. yeah I feel like when it comes to like buying clothes and shit like that and like spending money on myself, that's not an era. That's just my lifestyle. Like, yeah. <laughs> like if I see something I want, I'm gonna get it. Yeah. Which isn't always a good thing. If I if I want to get my hair done, I'm gonna do it. Like mm. my hair, yeah. Like lashes, same thing. Like all those mm -hmm. things. Like, but um. By the way, do, you see how you do shellac, right? I don't do shellac anymore. What do you do? I do gel overlay. It's so much better. Okay. Is your nails underneath like actually proper? Yeah. Look. No. But oh, you like, mean like when they take it off? Yeah. Yeah. It's still hard. It's still like, but when I did shellac, they would like break off. Like yeah. I would get my nails done like, like in, and in one week, mm -hmm. like my nails would be breaking and stuff. Like they would never grow. They would grow to this long, but like one of them would be chipped and then I would have to cut them yeah. all down again. Cause like my, my natural nails, like are actually like strong right mm. but like because like i was doing my nails for so long like my nails got so weak and like yeah. discolored and like and like this is the first time literally in like two years i would say that like this is like how my nails actually are mm -hmm. and like i want to have get my nails done but like i'm scared because you like, should do gel overlay because mm -hmm. your nail like it's like hard like a like feel my nail right now it's like hard like a like a fake but like, nail but it's it's your actual nail but i just want to make sure that my real like if i were to like not have the gel overlay for like a week like my mm -hmm. nails would still be okay do you know what i mean yeah i think it's fine well i think it i i where never, do you go um for this i went to a place in pickering tony's no it's like off of king's like almost close to port union like off of kingston really? oh you know where that uh that like stripper what's it called strip club is in pickering um yeah what's the name of that club again i don't remember <laughs> i forget but yeah mm -hmm. it's like right i think the plaza next to it okay is that nail club? i don't remember what the name's called where do you usually twice. go though i go anywhere you need to stop you need to what? this girl goes care. anywhere for anything like anyone that will do my nails 
And even that will like, do your hair. Like I don't like. Like I hate like getting my nails done. I that's the you hate it. I hate it. Really? I hate being there for a long time. My hands get sweaty whenever they're touching me, <laughs> and I just get so annoyed. Like honestly, the last time I was there, I'm like, can you please put on gloves? Because I don't want you to touch my hand. Oh no. Because not even because I thought she was dirty, but because my hands got so sweaty, and I just yeah. don't like that feeling. I don't like the noise of the machine. Like mm-hmm. I just. So Why don't you go to like somebody's house? Maybe that'll be better for you. But then I have to talk to them, like, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know what? I, like, I don't like that either. Like, I having to saying. have a conversation with people that are doing your hair or like doing your nails. Like, I want to sit in silence. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's part of soft culture too. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me be me, bro. It's not yeah. Every day, I have a conversation. I feel like my my lash tech respects me. Like, sometimes I go there and I listen to my podcast and I sleep, and sometimes I go there and we have big big conversations. Yeah. So yeah, it should be like up to you, up to the mm-hmm. customer paying. I think I've seen like um, like things on TikTok where if you're booking an appointment, like you can click like quiet appointment. Yeah, that would be <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Literally, I would love that, bro. Uh-huh. Like, don't talk to me. I'm screaming. <laughs> it's a but, high and buy. But yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So my soccer era would be comfortable savings and. I want to like, I feel like there's a lot of, um, I don't know where this came from, but I feel like in the last like year or two, there's a lot of, not pressure, but like, I feel like everyone like wants or has like a designer bag now. Mm. And like, that kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I know. I feel like everyone has one. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone has one. And like, I, I want to like, want these like I feel like I naturally like have an expensive taste mm-hmm. but I want to like get like if I'm getting to something designer mm-hmm. I want it to be like something I actually like not cause like everyone it's just designer yeah yeah like yeah. not cause it's just designer and cause like everyone has that bag you know what I mean oh okay yeah that makes sense yeah cause like after you take your Instagram picture with it then what yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally so I saw this thing um on TikTok, I think it's like at Louis Vuitton in Paris that the bags are like so much cheaper. Really? Yeah. Apparently, you don't pay taxes, and it's like five hundred to six hundred US cheaper. Why? Because Louis Vuitton is like a Paris brand, or like a what's it called France, French brand, okay. and like it started. In Would Paris. you want to? Are you interested in like? Oh, Safka era is traveling for me too, cause I feel like I need to travel more. And you know what? I want to go on a solo trip. But I want to go on a couple more trips first with people. To yeah, like, before that. Yeah, I don't think I'm not confident in myself for traveling alone yet. But yeah, at some point I want to go by myself. I feel like you should go by yourself soon. Yeah, I want. I want to. I feel like you would yeah. have fun. But where would I go? I don't know. Whatever. It's future problem. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, would you want to go to like France or like those type of places? Honestly, I saw this other TikTok about. Um, places that are not black people friendly yeah black people friendly and then like they said like Spain or something and I'm like I've always wanted to go to Spain but like now I don't want to go you know child, <laughs> honestly, but it's like all of Europe is like that child it don't sound bad but if you let that stop you you're not gonna go anywhere I know but like think about it like you spending all this money to travel just for people to like treat you badly because you're black I mean, unless you want to go to, like, Ghana or, like, Jamaica, like, I feel like that's going to be your experience regardless. I know, but I feel like it'll, it's going to be, like, way more in your face in Europe. Like, they will tell you 
verbally like I don't like you because you're black that's crazy anyways John keep living it keep living your soft girl your soft girl life yeah you too man <laughs> what you're dumb <laughs> no one more thing yeah so <laughs> what I think um this is like so random but <laughs> I started watching this show called mm. Dating on the Spectrum. Oh, I saw like yeah. the um previews. Yeah. And I think that I have high functioning autism. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I like this is the thing, like it's so hard not to self-diagnose because I actually yeah. think I have ADHD. <laughs> like and I and I seen this this tweet the other like literally today and it was like a lot of like black people have like autism or like adhd and like things like that Mm -hmm. but like because like a lot of the things that uh would be like how would present Mm -hmm. like we would get in trouble for those behaviors if Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah so like you might get beat for like certain the way that your autism presents or your adhd presents or like they might say oh you're lazy or you're Mm -hmm. disorganized yeah Yeah. so like we kind of like have to like learn to like mm-hmm. uh i don't think the right word is censor but you know what i mean like yeah try and like change yourself yeah so yeah i think a lot of us and then like if we a lot of us are very like uh, religious or spiritual people so like mm-hmm. if you go tell your parents oh i think i have autism or i think i have adhd they're gonna tell you don't say that about yourself <laughs> yeah you know what i mean i know so i know yeah but i feel like it's an issue that like teachers or like whoever those clinicians are that give those diagnoses, mm-hmm. I feel like that's an issue that they need to resolve. Because why is it From that, like... diagnosing black kids, right? Yeah. Like, why is it that, like, so many black women or black men in their adulthood are realizing that they have ADHD yeah. or autism And this could have helped whatever. me, like... This could have helped me so key, much, I you know? I you think I have dyslexia, too. Teresa, I don't think... I don't think you do. No, sis. It, sometimes I fight for my life. I, remember, I always tell my friends, like, one time, like... Um, Cause when I was little, I always had to read the Bible before bed, right? Yeah. So one time I was like reading the Bible at, like, I was with my dad and I was reading the Bible, right? Yeah. And like it was hard, like it was hard for me to read. Like whatever. what was hard? I don't remember. Like it was just, I was just like struggling a bit, right? Mm-hmm. And like he cussed the shit out of me, and then, <laughs> and then I was like, hey, no, I have to get this down. Like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, your reading is terrible. I'm like, all right. So <laughs> I had to like, like I always tell my my friends, like I feel like he shamed me out of that. But like yeah. sometimes, like. Like, I don't know, like, maybe I probably, maybe you're right, but maybe I don't, but like, I have something still. Cause, like, sometimes even now, like, I'll be like reading something mm-hmm. and like I'll mix it up, especially numbers. Like, I think there's a type of dyslexia mm, with numbers. Yeah, there is. I think I so feel like too. I feel like it's with numbers mostly, and I've mm-hmm. never been good at math. Mm. But yeah, like, numbers fuck me up still. Like, if I'm, if I read like 905, Mm-hmm. And like, let's say I have to tell you 905, like I'll say 509, but like I meant to say 905 mm-hmm. and I know I'm not saying 905, but I can't stop myself from mm, saying it that way. Yeah. Yeah. But mm. yeah. And I was low key thinking like, maybe I should go see if like I actually have ADHD to like. No, me too. I want to see if I get that diagnosis. But then I'm like, honestly, I'm good now. Like I'm good. No, because honestly, I feel like a diagnosis comes with a lot of things, bro. Like what? Like extra funding. Child. No, seriously. Really? I'm being so serious. I feel like maybe like it would help me with school, like. Yeah, you get accommodations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you have a diagnosis, you can get a lot more things from the government. Child. 
I don't want none from so. those people. Cause every time you take some from them, they take some from you. <laughs> Anyways, that's <laughs> <laughs> been your girl here to you. And Dej. And this is season five of Dark and Lily Pod. Oh, I like that. That's cute. Okay, bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs>